Hey everybody, I'm Joseph, aka Rockstar Joe, and welcome back to our Blurred's Intermission podcast. Today, the only things I want to discuss is black lives and the current events surrounding George Floyd's death. Within today's episode, there will be different segments and different uh, topics that I'll discuss, but the main focus and highlight of today is black lives. Starting with protests and riots, man, this past week has definitely been one of the more adventurous weeks I've had. I remember the last time that I participated in a protest was probably in 2011, I believe, and that was surrounding the issue of immigration. And, you know, my first time doing that, I was just amazed by all the people, all the support supporters that were there. It's just the overall environment and culture, you know? Fast forward to, you know, 2020. I didn't think that, you know, protests would be needed, but as always, you know, you never know until you know. And so, for me, um, I think, was it Sunday? Last Sunday, um, you know, after George Floyd's death, you know, there was this uproar of people going out into the streets protesting. And like I said, at first, it was all about protesting, you know, making sure your voice is heard, making sure that, you know, we're able to voice our concerns and try to change the system and, you know, just advocate for the people that can't advocate for themselves. And so I remember, you know, the first day of me protesting, went down to the Capitol and it was just a, a sea of people. And just like how, you know, my first experience went, I was just amazed and in awe just of all the support, you know, this wasn't just all black protesters, you know, there was white, Hispanic, um, Amish, Jewish. It's just, it goes all over, man. It goes all over into describing the type of people that were there. But like I said, for the most part, when I went for my protests, um, everything was just peaceful for the most part. I think it was the first day that I went, I had left and a little, uh, like a little over an hour after I had left the first time that I went, that's when the city kind of, you know, erupted into this chaos. That's when the riots started to happen. And I can say from my personal experience as well, the people that attended the protest during the day, for the most part, aren't the same people that's there during the night. The protesters that's there during the day, most of them are peaceful and unison with everyone else and their missions and what they're advocating for. But like I said, a little hour, a little over an hour after that left. That's when, you know, the riots broke out, cars being set on fire, people getting their, you know, windows smashed, businesses, you know, just all those things took place. But I think an article that I came across on a few different news websites was the fact that this is the first time, I think, in, you know, modern day history where all 50 states within America had some type of demonstration, some type of protest against the, you know, the injustice and the corrupted system that, you know, we as black folks always suffer from. So to see that, I was just, like I said, just amazed and in awe. Another topic within this one was supporters. And like I said, supporters, like I said, you had Amish, Jewish, uh, white, Hispanic. You had people from, you know, deep, deep within Africa there. Like, I don't know, man. It was just amazing, you know, to hear the different languages. Just to, like I said, man, just to interact with all these people, yo. It's like, it's great. It's great to know that, you know, 
even though the subject is black lives everyone can relate well i'm not gonna say everyone can relate but any and everyone can support and to see that physically yeah like i said it just it just really it is it made me feel it made me feel i don't know i don't know how to explain how it made me feel but i just not i just felt happy man i felt protected even though the cops were on the other side of the gate with guns and everything <laughs> i still felt safe i felt safe among my people but you know shout out to all the supporters that were there you know black white hispanic amish jewish and so forth like i definitely appreciate that definitely continue to fight you know don't let this be just this you know one trending topic or this you know you come out for a day and that's it like no the battle for you know equality and to you know make sure everyone has the same opportunities like that fight is still going to continue if anything this week has definitely proved to me that you know anything is possible i think just a couple weeks ago i was just like you know very doubtful a bit more pessimistic about you know the change for black lives within america but you know things change time does change everything and so for me I'll definitely say, like, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic of the future. I'm a believer of black lives being even more significant than what we currently are in America. My other topic that I wanted to, to discuss is identity. So I'll be honest, um, you know, growing up for me, I didn't really know the difference between ethnicity, race and nationality. But I decided, you know, with me doing a podcast, why not educate myself and, you know, try to educate some people along the way. So I was doing some research and I was able to basically define all three of those uh, words. Ethnicity defines a large group of people classed according to common racial, national, tribal, religious or cultural origin or background. But over time, I believe that people can adopt or deny ethnic affiliations. People who share an ethnicity may speak the same language, come from the same country, or share religion or other cultural beliefs or expressions. Race. Race is defined as a category of humankind that shares certain distinctive physical traits. Race is usually associated with the biology linked with physical characteristics such as skin color or hair texture. For example, you know, we have black or African-American, which I also believe needs to be changed. White, Asian, American Indian, which I thought was Native American, but we'll you know, get there. Alaskan, Alaska Native, Native Hawaiian, and other Pacific Islanders. I've also heard of scientists and documentaries describe humans as belonging to just one race, which is the human race. But that can be another topic for another day. Nationality, that is basically defined as the country you come from. For me, like I said, growing up, I've always seen myself as an African-American. My father's from Sierra Leone and my mother's from Washington, DC. But growing up, it was confusing because there was this debate on whether or not I was black. Looking back at it now, that shit doesn't make sense. I don't care whether you're African-American, black, or whatever. At this point, and moving forward, if you're from Africa or have that African descent, you're black, and vice versa. There are 54 countries within the continent of Africa. So within the continent of Africa, there's 54 countries. You have Nigeria, Ethiopia, Egypt, uh, Congo, Tasmanian, South Africa, Kenya, Uganda, 
sorry if I pronounce this wrong, Algeria, Sudan, Morocco, uh, Ghana, Madagascar, uh, Niger, Mali, Senegal, Chad, Zimbabwe, uh, Rwanda, Tongo, Sierra Leone, aka, you know, my birthplace as well, shouts out to him, uh, Congo, Liberia, uh, Central African Republic, and, you know, the list goes on, I'm not gonna name them all, even though I wanted to, but the list goes on, but like I said, if you're from any of those countries, you migrate to Africa, and vice versa, you're African American, you're black, I think, you know, when we look at this subject, on trying to identify as African-Americans or blacks, like we need to understand that we're not monolithic. As black folks, we are not monolithic. We are a large, multifaceted group of people. I didn't expect to go through these topics so quick. This definitely may be a short episode, but I'm trying. That defines ethnicity, race, and nationality. Uh, My next topic is, you know, most importantly, Black Lives Matter. During a time like this, I've been having a bunch of ideas and I would love to, you know, kind of draw that bridge between, you know, the African-Americans within America and then the Africans of actual, you know, Africa. I would love to interact with my people. Maybe, you know, if you're hearing this and you're outside of the United States, by all means, feel free to connect and reach out. But I would love to set up some type of program, whether it's like poetry, music production, um, just like a annual or a weekly sit down, something like something to, you know, interact with. I would love, like I said, I would love to, you know, talk to my brothers and sisters in Africa and, you know, my brothers and sisters in the UK as well. Like, I just want to, you know, extend, extend myself, man. America and USA is quote-unquote great place to live at the moment but you know thinking forward and thinking outside of myself like I said I would love love to you know come together and do something so I know during the time of protests you know you'll definitely have crowds you know of people dancing turning up listening to music um that's all great if you're you know part of the culture um two albums that I will recommend at this very moment. If I can, I will recommend listening to Joey Badass, All-American Badass album. Uh, He released that in 2017, but yet it really talks about what's going on today. Check that album out. Guarantee you'll enjoy it. And then another album that I will recommend is by the homie, Boss, titled Too High to Riot. That's another great album. Um... There's some album, there's some tracks on that album that just, you know, speaks to the greatness of black folks. And, you know, there's one song in particular that I want everyone to listen to. It's called uh, Black Owned Businesses. Take the time out, listen to it, and just, you know, put into that shuffle, share it. Um, Not sure what else to say, man. <laughs> I wish this podcast was a bit longer, but, you know, with today, with, with the climate of everything and you know, all the protests taking place, like, that's where my mind is right now. This podcast was supposed to have been, you know, recorded a couple of days back, but, you know, I decided to go out there in the streets, march with my people, and, you know, advocate for the voiceless, man. But, 
if I can, I guess I'll make this my closure. Um, as a week and as time progresses, you know, I always say this, but I mean it, you know, continue to stay optimistic, continue to be optimistic. You know, if you're white, continue to be an ally, you know, continue to educate your friends on racism. Even though I shouldn't have to say that, but you know, it's 2020. Some motherfuckers have yet to learn. So, you know, like, like I said, if you're white, by all means, continue to educate your family and friends. You know, be mindful of the other lives that are out here. Um, if you're part of the, you know, if you're part of the FUBU, you know, for us, by us, you know, black folks, black and brown folks. Um, for us, man, I'll say the same thing. Continue, continue to march. Continue to protest. Continue to voice your opinion continue to voice you know the hurt continue to voice the happiness if you have it continue to fight man i know george floyd's funeral recently had passed and i didn't have a chance to watch it but like i said man there's there's some other victims out here that we aren't talking about brianna taylor we haven't forgotten about you you know like i said there's we gotta continue we gotta continue to fight you know, one thing I'll tell y'all is that, you know, originally growing up, and this is like within, what, the past four or five years, you know, for me, I, I never thought change would come through a hashtag or through social media. And for the longest, I resented that. I used to just look at people and be like, like, you're wasting your time, you know, like, ain't nobody gonna see it, ain't shit gonna change from it. But during these times, within the past year or two, like, my opinion has changed. You know, I'm grateful to see that, you know, protests aren't only taking taking place in America, but they're taking place other in other places. So, you know, for those who continue to march, for those who continue to believe in the dream, all I can say is thank you. And continue to do what you got to do, man. As Nipsey Hussle will say, the marathon continues. And, you know, we just have to be mindful of that. This shit is going, it, I don't know if it's going to get harder or easier. But nonetheless, we will not stop until justice is served, until things have changed, not just for a temporary, you know, short term effect, but for the long term. I want to make sure that, you know, by the time my daughter is 18, the life for her is a bit more easier than what it was for me. When my son is born, God knows, I don't know when that's going to happen, but when my son is born, I'm going to be able to be able to welcome him into a world that accepts him that loves him for him, that doesn't see him as another nigga, that doesn't see him as another number, you know, see him as a actual human being, see him as an equal, like I said, the marathon continues, do what you gotta do, man, and that's it for this week's episode, stay safe, continue to fight, continue to advocate, and like I said, remember, the marathon continues.